I wish my intrusive thoughts weren't so intrusive. As a matter of fact, dear IT department, I get you have a job to do and I 100% stand by, you know, a good work ethic. I get that you're very dedicated to your job, but bitch, can you please take a vacation once in a damn while? Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the Awkward Mom Stage starts now. Hey y'all and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. I'm Shantaya and I'm so glad you're here. How do you get ghosted by your therapist? I mean, like for real, like that's a job that you can't just like no call, no show for, right? That's what I thought. I mean, I don't know. I thought that you were supposed to, I don't know, at least give a heads up. So ma'am, I need you to come to work, please. Or at least let a bitch know when you're not going to be there. You know what I'm saying? But it's okay. I have a new therapist that I like better. So it's all good. But still, I feel like my brain needed to make that little announcement because I was just so confused. Also, I wish my intrusive thoughts weren't so intrusive. Like, I wish my intrusive thoughts weren't so intrusive. As a matter of fact, dear IT department, I get you have a job to do and I 100% stand by, you know, a good work ethic. I get that you're very dedicated to your job, but bitch, can you please take a vacation once in a damn while? I mean, you don't use none of your vacation days at all. I mean, really, everything does not need to come back to my brain later on after the fact for analysis with a full list of possible terrible scenarios that could have been. And it's like a full movie quality trailer that plays in my brain complete with like heart wrenching anguish. And then like you just step out the room like you were never there only to return later with new fun possibilities for things that I have. And I cannot stress this enough already happened like they've already happened without issue literally no incident at all but here we are ma'am please take a vacation as president and ceo of me i really recommend it actually i'm demanding a mandatory vacation set to start today at time since may i suggest hell i've heard it's great there you know but anywhere away from me is great for real my intrusive thoughts just be intruding I'm not quite sure what our Memorial Day plans are as of yet because I don't we have we kind of have an idea but I don't know we're not 100% sure it is like a mad windstorm outside I don't know if y'all can hear that I don't know what is going on right now but like the wind is really wilding right now Y'all, it's a mom's favorite time of year again. Summer vacay. Psych. It's officially summer vacation and I'm loving the fact that my kids want to wake up early on summer vacation, but like it takes me running a jackhammer in the bedroom to get them out of bed in the morning for school. You know, favorite things. My youngest child has asked me an extremely unnecessary amount of times when she can get in her pool now that summer vacation has officially begun. Doesn't matter that it's literally only been two days. She's already been in it, y'all. Like, (laughs) parents just go ahead and get get ready. They're cue the can I have a snack questions 257 million times a day. So, you know. 
But low-key, unpopular opinion, I do like summer vacation for myself because that means I don't have to get up hella early to get everyone off to school on time, you know, before I have to go to work or do whatever I have to do. So that's just like a little added summer vacation bonus for me, I guess. I'm trying to look at the positive, (laughs) y'all. But we're hoping for a fun summer vacation. We've got like a few things planned, so we'll see how things go this summer. I've been catching up on my podcasts and audiobook lists, especially now that I have some extra time in the morning since school is out. I have like time before everyone gets up to listen to them without someone tapping me or asking me for something or whatever. So I've been trying to catch up on all those and just kind of, I don't know, get in a different headspace now that I'm back in therapy. I think it's a really good opportunity for me to just really get into my mind a little bit and just really figure out what's going on in there. But yeah, now that I have some extra time in the morning, I've been trying to just kind of make it me time as much as possible because once the day begins, even during summer vacation, it's pretty busy. So We're back to watching Selling Sunset again. The new season is out, season six, and I'm so excited. I love how everyone dresses like there's an award show happening that day. Like I think it's so funny because any realtor I've ever had has never been that done up when they're showing a house. So (laughs) like more power to them. I'm sad Christine isn't there because I live for the Christine fashions, but I know why she's not there. The office was not vibing with her because of all the extra drama and cattiness that came with it. But she is gorgeous and I always am living for her fashions, especially after having a baby. Like, I wish. But the new girl, Brie, which if you don't know, she's Nick's Cannon, Nick Cannon's 11th baby mama, I think. And I think she also found out about the 12th via social media. I think that's what they said on the show or something like a month after having her baby, but like that's her personal relationship. So that's not before I even found all that out about her. Like as soon as I saw her on the screen, I was like, oh, she's my new fashion muse. Like (laughs) your girl be dressing. Okay. Her cars are always on point every time she pulls up and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. But she's also a new mom. And I'm like, how do y'all have the strength, the drive, the energy to look that bomb like right after dropping out a crotch goblin like I just how I mean really even Heather is looking bomb every day and she's very pregnant so I personally couldn't keep up with it I mean I don't know maybe I could because at one point I did you know wear like a full face every day and I even you know wore actual outfits even when I was going to the grocery store but you know times have changed for me (laughs) but I mean, I guess if that was my life and I was like living the selling sunset life, I guess I would do it because, you know, it's kind of required, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm not wearing the WWE skirt belt that I can't sit down in like Chelsea, but, you know, I might do a little something, something. (laughs) But yeah, the tea is hot and the drama is wild over on selling sunset this season. So I'm here for the rich people drama, (laughs) y'all. I still haven't finished working moms yet but I'm getting there now that it is summer break again. Hopefully I will have a chance to catch up on some of my shows when I'm done like working during the day. So 
that way I can have like a better catch-up update on the shows that I'm watching because I'm still I think I've actually only watched like one or two other episodes since the last time I talked about um catching up on working moms like latest season so spoiler alert I am at the part where Anne gets hit by that crazy that lady that was her patient that her daughter like started therapizing like I don't know like it's a whole thing but yeah spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it but I'm still catching up on that and there I'd started sort of watching a new show like this is why I can never finish anything completely because I'll find something and then I'll just start watching it and then I have like 14 shows that I've started but haven't finished but I did start watching Rain Wilson's show um the Rain Wilson and the geography of bliss and it's really good he is basically going around trying to find like the root of true happiness like what makes people happy he shares a lot about his depression and anxiety and how you know even though he has a great life he still struggles with depression and anxiety which i think is something people automatically assume like oh if i'm rich or i have money then all my problems are gone and that's like not the case at all i mean how many countless celebrities and rich people who had it all un like unalive themselves or you know whatever because they were depressed or silently hurting and didn't feel like they had anywhere to turn because again society looks at it like oh well you have money so like you shouldn't have any problems and like again that's not how problems work so you can't throw money at all problems. I mean, yes, money will fix your bills. Obviously, it will buy you some nice shit, obviously. But your own happiness is something you have to control, not money. I mean, just look at all the people that have, like, won the lottery and lost it all because they still had other problems that money could not fix. But anyway, I'm on the first episode and he goes to Iceland, which is always top for happiest countries funny enough i was born in Reykjavik, iceland i was only there as a baby and have always been sad that we couldn't like stay there and like i grow up there it's a beautiful small country that actually has a very it's got very diverse people like your regular your teacher might be in like a rock band at night or like the mayor was a stand-up comedian before he became the mayor but like people loved him and he like made it fun also so like his fun and excitement lifted spirits while you know doing good work for the people so there's a black woman that in there that moved to iceland and she says she doesn't plan on moving back to the state she says as a woman and even as a black woman she feels safe there she feels safer there and she's able to express herself, then she, you know, she feels safer than she did in the States. Obviously, that anywhere in the world that you live, you know, there's going to be issues. There aren't as many Black people in Iceland, obviously, and there's always going to be social issues or people who don't understand you or haven't been exposed to diversity as much. But as a whole, she says she feels safe and accepted there, which is a weird thing to think that an American would leave and feel much safer and happier in a place with a population of only 370,000 living on a small small island that's 
cold a vast majority of the time. But honestly, especially nowadays, I believe it for sure. I mean, you can leave your baby in their strollers on the side of the shop in the window in Iceland while you go in a small shop, like get your things, do your things. In America, you can't even be an adult woman without the possibility of being abducted or assaulted or something. So yeah, it's crazy, man. Crazy. But I I will say Iceland does take more antidepressants than any other country in the world. But that I think also they were saying it's because a lot of people get seasonal depression from the constant winter, like in long, dark periods. But still, even in that, they're still the happiest country, which is wild to me. And it says a lot about the states as a whole and how they treat and take care of their citizens versus other countries. But it's a really great show. That was the first episode. It's on Peacock and I'm enjoying it so far. 2022 has been all about celebrating our newfound self-awareness and making positive change. Something this podcast works hard to do every day. Audible helps make space for what matters to you. It's a destination for your wellness, whether you're looking to soul search, be inspired, work towards new goals, unwind, or simply be entertained. I've certainly had time this year to figure out what truly makes me happy, and well, we all know I love Audible. I talk about them all the time. I solved my reading problem with Audible over four years ago, and it's been amazing. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes the authors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they have podcasts, sleep meditations, and more. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. Click the link in the show notes to sign up today at audibletrial.com slash theawkwardmomstage and get 30 days in your first book free. All of their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices, even if your subscription expires or you cancel. You can still keep and access all the books you've already purchased. Just download them again from anywhere, anytime. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and that number just keeps growing. Visit audibletrial.com slash theawkwardmomstage to get started on your reading list today. Now back to the show. I may have Kevin on the podcast here again soon, but things have been hella hectic with work and it's been super hard to coordinate time, but hopefully here soon it'll be a possibility again because I have a really good show idea that I think he would enjoy. So I don't know. We'll see the next time we can catch him on his busy schedule. (laughs) So today I just wanted to talk a little about spending, emotional spending to be exact. You know, like those impulsive purchases we make when we're feeling sad or happy. Maybe you had a little too much Starbucks that morning and now you've hyped yourself into buying that new bag. You know damn well you shouldn't have put on your credit card. Or maybe even when you're mad and you just are buying shit just to not be mad, but it never works. But fear not, my fellow spendthrifts, because today we're going to talk about some tips to help curb emotional spending. Now, there's like a difference in saving for something or buying something that you want 
because you have some extra money, you know, the bills are paid, you put some money in savings or you have some extra money and you just want to buy something. That's different than you just impulsively buying shit or you notice you're buying stuff when a certain emotion comes up. Something's triggered and now you're on Amazon, you know, like me ordering travel steamers in the middle of the night like girl why now I've started using the need versus want method a lot more I have known about it for years but obviously I was not trying to hear that as a young dumb teenager so the need versus want method was not something I was trying to hear in my early 20s but (laughs) definitely something you should be utilizing Before making a purchase, you want to ask yourself if it's something you truly need or just something that you want in the moment. And you want to try and differentiate the essential items versus impulsive desires to help you make more informed spending decisions. So I started doing this thing where I put things in my cart, but I won't click buy. I'll leave them in my cart. I'll look at like the total of everything that I'm buying. And then, you know, I go off and do other things sometimes days weeks go by before I go back to my cart or before I like actually go in and purchase anything out of the cart I'll just keep adding stuff to the cart if I find it or see it or whatever and then I'll go back later and I'll either move things to like a wish list or something or you know I'll I'll get the things that I actually need or want to get at that time I'll also you know kind of weigh in like do I want this do I need it am I gonna wear it and does the reviews suck like how does that work am I going to want to deal with returns I think about all of that when I'm purchasing stuff because I usually will deter me from buying something that I don't actually need because I don't want the hassle of having to be able to return it or whatever like I said so usually by the time I go back it's either not on sale anymore because that was you know the main reason I put it in the car in the first place or it's not as appealing, or I found something else that I actually did need or would use or whatever. And that usually helps kind of stop that, you know, immediate impulse spending. It gives me time to figure out what I actually want versus what I'll, what I need, you know, and then even the things that I don't necessarily need, if it's something that I want, by the time I do get it, I know that it's something that I want. It's not, it wasn't just like an impulse right then like, oh, that's cute. And then, you know, I just bought it or whatever. So you want to find whatever your, whatever is like triggering you so that you can kind of curb that. You want to make sure that you're trying to, I don't know, stay as rational as possible you want to make more rational choices without like succumbing to emotional impulses like those damn stanley cups i am all for an aesthetic item i love the fact that the stanley has all these colors it has a built-in handle blah 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 i was seeing them all over the internet i'm like why the hell does everybody have this same cup and it's stanley like what is this And, you know, all the blogging and vlogging girlies had one. And I'm like, all right, I love me a good insulated cup, especially, you know, an aesthetically pleasing one. 
So I go online and I'm looking up these cups and then I see these prices and I'm like, these bitches can't be serious. Paying 60 plus, 90 plus dollars on a damn tumbler. Like you have lost your mind. So I showed Kevin and he was like, he like, he laughs all the time because he's like, people are like, <laughs> sometimes I will say like us women, we do be buying unnecessary shit just because, but he was like, no, people will literally buy anything that's popular because the Stanley cups have been out four years and they're for like <laughs> working dudes or like going fishing or whatever. And they were never that expensive until bloggers started buying them and putting like Starbucks in it. So <laughs> I had never heard of the cup. All I was hearing at one point was Yeti, 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 Yeti this, Yeti that. So like, I was like, what is a Stanley? Like, what does a Stanley do that a Yeti doesn't do? You know? <laughs> so when I saw the prices, I was like, you got me all the way fucked up. So I'm not paying that. I, unless you're going to send me one for free, you know? So I took my happy bargain shopping ass right on Amazon and I found literally the exact same cup. It is the exact same. I had it next to a Stanley and someone else also had it next to a Stanley. It's the exact same. Exact same. From a different brand for $20. That's right. My Stanley clone was $20. Literally. Not $95. Not $109. Not $65.94. $20. It was actually like $19.99. So, you know. 20 bucks neutral toned and all hand built-in handle literally spinning image of a stanley just 20 dollars. and all i did was look i took the time and i looked i didn't impulse buy because somebody said that this is what i needed to get i was like nah fam let me let me see let me see what amazon's working with and sure enough amazon was working with a whole new stanley cup schmanley for 20 bucks so yeah like some people see things and they just automatically buy it but me baby i'm gonna look for the best deal okay (laughs) you want to set a budget and stick to it that is super hard but it's super helpful um for me setting a budget really helped me and it actually helped me like see what I was spending what I was spending on um and I was spending an ungodly amount at Starbucks every month so like setting a budget and sticking to it is definitely awesome to know I don't know how many things I have pulled out of my closet or a drawer over the years that either still had tags on it or I didn't even remember buying it You want to establish a monthly budget that includes, you know, specific allowances for fun and entertainment spendings, because by setting a limit on how much you can spend on non-essential items, you'll be more financially conscious about your financial boundaries and less likely to indulge in an emotional spend or an impulse buy because you know the boundary that you set for yourself, you know how much you have to spend on fun things and you know how much you know you have left if you were to purchase whatever that fun thing is it also helps it also helps with the you know want or need method because 
it really makes you think like, do I want to spend this? Do I want to take this out of my fun entertainment budget to, you know, buy whatever this is? So yeah, it just helps you set better boundaries for yourself. So you're not feeling regretful afterwards, because I mean, even when you do the impulse buy or whatever, and you, you get the thing in the mail or whatever, and you bring it and you get it home and you're like, oh, yes, so awesome. But like within like an hour, the happy, excited feeling of your new thing is gone. Like then you're on to like the next new thing. Like, oh, OK, like what else? So I also started finding like alternative outlets to shopping. I mean, for me anyway, I started creating mood boards, like just putting all the things that I wanted on these wish lists that I create. And then I can go back and see the things that I actually want versus need. And it also gives me ideas for when people are asking, you know, what, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday or whatever? I can like put those things as a gift. So that way I have something that they can, that other people can get me, you know, rather than me just buying all the things when I don't actually need them. I just want them in that moment. So instead of using shopping as a means to deal with emotions or stress, sometimes even exploring other activities that provide a similar sense of fulfillment or happiness will help, or they just distract your ass from buying shit. Like either way you want to try and engage in something, a hobby, exercise, spend time with loved ones, lock yourself out of your phone, whatever, practice self-care to address emotional needs. So that way you're not relying on retail therapy to boost you up. Just, you know, a few things to kind of help you curb those spending habits. And then you already know, I, everyone already knows I did a social media cleanse and I'm still kind of doing it, but I started to unsubscribe and, you know, unfollow social pages that I thought were promoting, you know, excessive consumerism. It was like every single scroll or story or post was buy this, buy that. Here's my link and yada, yada. It's like, golly, like you don't have nothing else going on. You ain't going to the park today. Like you didn't say hi to your grandma. Like you don't have nothing else to talk to me about other than me buying some shit from you. Like calm the hell down. If all you do is talk about buying shit, I feel like you're either getting it all for free and you just want like other people to buy it so you can get paid or you have a shopping problem and probably have a lot of credit card debt, which a lot of these influencers have. Like it is expensive to be an influencer, especially when you're starting out, because all that shit that you're buying, showing, sharing, trying on like a vast majority of that stuff, you're buying yourself with your own money. So Don't be going into debt trying to impress the masses, you know, I don't have time for that because the masses aren't going to be there, you know, to dig you out of that financial hole. They're going to be waiting for you to show off the next sweater because you promised them, you know, this amazing, lavish influencer life. And now you can't keep up. But even if I was rich, I just I don't give a shit enough about if someone likes what I'm wearing or what I'm doing. So I just don't feel like I would ever you know, actively go into debt trying to impress someone for anything realistically. But I think that's also because I have a grip on my reality of, you know, I I am the only one steering this ship, you know? And if I let anyone else do it, we, we gonna Titanic it, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to keep my cruise ship afloat and 
financially, that means not keeping up with the Joneses. I mean, and again, even if I was financially, you know, able to just do and buy whatever the hell, whenever the hell, I still, I don't care enough about people's opinions of what I should and shouldn't buy to even begin to be like, oh, I have to get this so that I don't care. Are they going to buy it for you? No. Are they going to like pay for it? No. So you should probably think about that the next time you're out here buying and spending, trying to keep up with Joneses. So uh, yeah, anyway, I said all that to say a cleanse in your inbox or your social media feeds of like tempting shopping promotions, influencers, whatever, remove constant reminders of latest sales and products that can also help minimize the triggers of emotional or impulse spending and reduce the temptation of splurging unnecessarily. Hopefully that, you know, resonates with someone. Anyway, I mean, I don't know. Like we all, especially during the pandemic, I feel like everyone was trying to just find something to just relieve the stress. Just be like, I just need something to make me happy. I can't travel. I can't leave my house. I can't do nothing. But, you know, now you can be out and about, you know, if you want to doing your own thing. So just try and focus on other stuff now. Like we don't have to, you know, connect with other people by just online shopping just to see our Amazon driver, you know, every day anymore. Like we can socialize with other people if you want. And if socializing with other people isn't your thing, then, you know, just find something that doesn't involve socializing with other people, but also doesn't involve racking up credit card debt. I mean, (laughs) Here on the Awkward Mom stage, we're all about a self-love queen, which is why I'm so excited to be partnering with Vush, a self-love and wellness brand all about encouraging us to prioritize ourselves and challenging us to self-love for 30 days. Vush says self-love is productive. It lowers stress levels, improves sleep quality, it's a mood booster, and promotes physical health. Vush sent me the cute little Express 2 to try, and this baby gives you powerful suction that you can mix and match with 40 different patterns and levels. Ladies, it's definitely going to redefine your self-care days. (laughs) Wink, wink. It has magnetic USB charging. It's discreet and waterproof, so it's perfect in the bath or shower. It's a cute little pink vibe that comes with a cute matching carry bag. It's time to prioritize yourself and take the Vush I Come First 30-Day Challenge. Don't wait to elevate your self-care routine. Use code VUSH50 for 50% off your Express 2 today. That's code V-U-S-H-5-0. Click the link in the show notes to start your self-love challenge today. Now let's get back to the show. After everything the world has been going through lately, I know being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling, especially the stay-at-home parent gang. Sorry, but your dog isn't interested in giving you life advice. But as someone who has seen the extreme depths of depression, postpartum depression, anxiety, and stress myself, It can and often will allow those intrusive thoughts and negativity to consume you. After going through an extremely tough year, dealing with a miscarriage, loss, and so much more, today's sponsor BetterHelp definitely came to my rescue and they're here to help you too. 
BetterHelp has customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't even have to leave your house or see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There's a broad range of expertise on BetterHelp, and with over 20,000 plus therapists in their network, it's so easy to find the right therapist for you. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. You schedule your secure video or phone sessions, and you can exchange unlimited messages with your therapist anytime. I've used BetterHelp for over three years. It was definitely helpful when I moved to a new state and knew absolutely no one. When I needed a new therapist but couldn't leave because of lockdown, BetterHelp was there. Those unlimited texts to my therapist came in handy. Everything you share is completely confidential and you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. So many people are already using BetterHelp that they are currently recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash AwkwardMomStage. That's BetterHelp.com slash AwkwardMomStage. The link is in the show notes. Mental health is so important, and so are you. If you feel that you need help with more than just figuring out who you are, or if you just need someone to talk to, BetterHelp makes it easy to find a therapist that's right for you. All right, y'all, that's it for this episode. I hope you all have a great Friday or whichever day you're listening to this. Have a great Memorial Day and Memorial Day weekend. I hope you enjoy listening to this episode and having this little chat with me. And let's try and stay financially fabulous this year and keep those credit cards at bay. (laughs) Think really hard about if you need that Memorial Day outfit or if you just want it. Remember to always speak your truth, spread love and positivity. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and your continued support. Please, if you can leave a review for the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows, you can just leave five stars on Apple. You don't even have to type words if that's not your thing, but it does help me show up more on podcasting platforms so more listeners can find me screenshot this episode share and tag me at the awkward mom stage on instagram or at awkward mom stage on twitter so i know you listened and you enjoyed today's show i'll share i'll reshare and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you if you'd like to donate to the show to help with behind the scenes or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee click the support the show link And if you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. Until next week, y'all, always remember you're beautiful. Bye. Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it and they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. If you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking to upgrade, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. 
Trust me, I'm no tech genius, and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes to let Buzzsprout know we sent you, and get a $20 credit when you sign up for a paid plan. Now back to the show. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola.